Long time no see, Gary. Long time no see, Arlo. And long time no see, Random Chattering listeners. This is Random Chatterings, episode 10. Gary, we made it. We actually made it. Episode 10. Episode 10. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Uh, all right, okay. Um, my name is Gary Rodriguez, and I'm a professional salmon seller. Right now, we have a deal on your real estate sellers. Uh, we have business, and we have 40% off our commercial sellers. Now, they usually come with a lot of hypocrisy and exaggeration, but, you know, we're trying to get rid of them as much as we can. So come by down our store, 1-800-SELL-NOW. Uh, what does that have to do with Sonic the Hedgehog? What? What does that have to do with Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, um, Sonic is an acronym for sailing on... Did you mean selling? Selling on Nuketown... We're watching a business in, disintegrate in front of our very eyes. In, cor- in corporations. Because you can't see all this. In corporations. That's what Sonic stands for. Can you repeat that? Sail- sell- sell- selling on Nuketown in corporations. That's what Sonic stands for, and that's why it relates to my business. So Sonic the Hedgehog, boy, I know that our interruptions are interruptions. Oh boy, we're already we're, we're already going we're already doing so well for ourselves. We're <laughs> going south. Our introductions are always awful. I admit that. We'll get better over time. But all right, fine. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. That's the one with the red hat that does the plumbing, right? No, that's no. He's actually the one with the the crazy hairdo and the. The, the, the tornado jump move. Tornado jump move? Yep. No, he's actually the purple dragon. That's what he is. Oh, okay. Dragon. Or is it the guy with the little green hat and the sword he always carries around? And then he always carries... Yeah! <laughs> no. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog, who celebrated his 23rd birthday in the worst way possible. So he can finally drink. Well, he could drink two years ago. Oh. My third birthday? Yeah, because Sonic Generations was 2011. 20th, 23rd birthday. His 23rd birthday. Hmm. Um, but we're not going to talk about that particular game just yet. But we're, I guess we're gonna, we'll be talking about why Sonic the Hedgehog means a lot. Why, why speech is an important thing to know to learn at a very early age. Why stuttering is important to get rid of before you hit high school. Before you become a podcaster. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. I, you, you personally like Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, I do. But you know a lot of people hate Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, I do. Now, what do you say to the detractors right now that hate, that really do hate that character a lot? Well... Help oh, you fucking die, you fucking pieces of shit. Oh no. Um, well, it's all everyone's opinions, but in, in reality, I mean, I only like Shadow because he learns from his past, but also because uh, Shadow is kind of like. Well, sh- I play. Shadow was the first Sonic uh, character that I got to play because all of our lives you would give me a second controller that was never even plugged in in the first no, place. No, I didn't do that. But and Sonic 2 didn't give me a choice. Like you have Sonic and Tails, you you could play as Tails, and I couldn't get away with the whole oh you're just pretending to play. You could actually play as Tails. I yeah, think but Sonic you didn't 3, tell me that because I was a selfish kid who didn't know any better. Fiddle with his dick around every once in a while. Actually, no, I was too young to do that. Never mind. 
However, let's talk about the story of our little 12 years old. No, we don't need to know that. Why did I even say that? Oh my god, has it been this long? Um, but yes, um, the, well, I mean, Sonic means a lot to us because the games in general have always been, like, Mario is great, but it's never, it didn't become a co-op series or co-op thing until, I think, well, well, the Mario Kart games are kind of a co-op thing, like Mario Kart Double Dash was, but there was never a co-op platformer. Not really. And the Sonic games always had something like that, like, one of our favorite games of all time, and I know that the games, the games have been a little bit... That there's been some questionable reputation about the games, like Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is one of our favorite games of all time. And I understand why people hate those hate those games. Um, because the Sonic levels are great, and those controls for Sonic are so... Well, I'm already stating my case very well by saying so. They're like so fast, and like so precise. It's got blast so processing, Blast man. pressing off the ass! Like, like, have you ever seen Sonic run? He's like, oh my god, it's so fast. Oh my god, he's so fast! He's so fast. Um... But seriously, the controls of that game were actually really... I mean, I know that there's some parts of it that are kind of awkward. The grinding was always a little finicky for me. Yeah. The way that they did this, the grinding, I think they got that right in, in Sonic Heroes. Um, and the Knuckles, I liked the Knuckles missions, actually. I know that everybody hated them. Well, I mean, the and... thing was because, like, they would have these really, really huge maps. Like, maps that should be, like, for... I don't even know. but And they would just make you search this whole map, and the only clue would give you was a little blinking light every time you were like five feet away yeah. from it. So like, there was probably like one time where we actually ran out of time and we just had to restart the whole level all yeah. over again. What I did hate about the Knuckles levels was the fourth mission, which was time, because the, the places would always change, and if you wanted the A rank, you couldn't look up any of the hints. Oh yeah. So that was, that was where, okay, I completely get why everybody hates these missions. But the hard mode missions, even though they were hard, once you knew where the places were, you could just like blast through them like easily. So the hard mode, incidentally, wasn't actually a hard mode, for those levels at least. And the environments in, in that game reminded me of the Genesis levels, because I remembered, well, playing Sonic Generations, and I may, maybe I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I guess that's just how the is going to be, that the levels seemed to be very creative, but then it's just real-life location, like in the Dreamcast era, which is in, in Sonic Generations represented by... Um, and you can go ahead and wiki all this information because I'm not explaining anything because we're Sonic fans and we're just we're just giant nerds that way. We're, we're too we're too avid for you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't now I sound like a dick, so maybe I'll I'll explain every location. Uh, well, you see, of... an anthropomorphic hedgehog begins when the gene cells begin to splice, and the dominant trait goes over the inherited trait, which makes them able to <laughs> become fast and gives them that blue hair color. <laughs> So, I think that's the official comic explanation for Sonic's um, origins. Yes, I'm it not... is. Oh, it actually is? No, it's mine now. Copyrighted. Copyright. Copyright 2015. I'm gonna get the patent. The, the patent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the Dreamcast era of games, of uh, levels, there's... Um, there's Speed Highway, which is just a night city, and then there's City Escape, which is nostalgic for everybody who played Sonic Adventure 2 because it's the opening level, but it's just another city. It's San Francisco, but it's another real city. And then, um, uh, Seco oh my god, why? Wow, actually, I'm blanking out this name. It's Sonic Heroes. No, it's not Seco. Seco Seaside, 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 Hill. Seaside Hill. Seaside Hill. Seaside Hill is like an ocean resort kind of place. And they didn't, they reminded me more of real life locations than of, let's say, like Genesis kind of places. But then when you play the game of Sonic Adventure 2, you notice how some of these 
levels are really creative and you kind of wish that they the used more of those levels instead. And and I would say the Knuckles levels kind of reflected that. Like Meter Herd was this awesome level. You just imagine as a Sonic level where you have all these meteors that that that's rain down on you and while you're running on um, like in the arc or something and you're running on the outside and, and it's just uh, those are really creative levels and i kind of really wish that crazy gadget crazy well. is one of my favorite levels but the first time i tried doing it, i had no idea what i was doing other than the fact that it defies physics that too i mean that that's what made it so confusing because you had to look in, there's a section where you had to switch you had to press switches so that you would flip up in the air and then you'd have to readjust to the controls being kind of a little bit um, like backwards, like because they always do that for those kind of levels. But then you'd have to fix it again so that you go on the side. It's such a great level, but it does, get, especially in the last part, that's when it can get for you if you don't know what you're doing at all. If you don't have a well, not a walkthrough, but I mean, if you do it the first time, you'll get it wrong. The the first walkthrough we ever actually uh, printed out was like, wasn't it for like Sonic Adventure? Wait. <laughs> it was a walkthrough, but it was for Chows. Yeah, it was. It was for Chows it was because for Chows. we were trying to figure out, like, how do you get a specific character Chow or... Like, the, the, th the thing is about, like, uh, Sonic Adventure games was that we would spend... After we completed the missions, we would spend more time on the Chow than we would anything else. Like, we would wake up early, say hi to our Chow, go, go do the levels, speed run them, just so we could get the little, like, nutrients that you would feed them. In, in Sonic way. Adventure, it was animals, but in Sonic Adventure 2, it was both animals, which are kind of rare because they had two, they had two properties. Like, they would have... Yeah. And then there was the, ch the Chaos Drives, which would have chaos just one drives, property. Which looked like crayons, pretty much. And they did, but they also looked pretty creative. And then I really... I felt weird because in the manual, it had this weird, like, mixtured Chaos Drive. But you couldn't find it anywhere in the game. I thought, we should combine them to make that? And it just... It was just maybe just a misprint or just... Oh, and then there was also that time we found that glitch where we could do it as many times as we wanted. That was my favorite because then... Exactly. If you just stayed in that exact right position and you did it correctly, you could just do it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And that did make, that did make it easier to beat the levels. But I do admit that the first time I saw one of my friends playing the game, I realized how other people could hate the game. Not like, Even though I think the controls are... Not perfect, but close to what a 3D Sonic game should be like. It's even Sonic Generations has its problems. I did understand, because I saw somebody playing it and they were just kind of filling around with this. Well, okay, so this is what it's like when someone doesn't know. I wouldn't even call them uninitiated. I would say somebody who's just playing a video game and trying to enjoy it. It can be a little finicky. And definitely Sonic Heroes is also that, even though I also love that game too. But that game can also be pretty unfair. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna move back to the classic series really soon. But I don't know the modern series. It's funny. Um, people do have a lot of hatred towards the modern games. I guess in Sonic Generations, that's represented as the Dreamcast era of games. But we just play them a lot. That we have like this this. I wouldn't even call I wouldn't call it a, a Stockholm syndrome affiliate of, of affliction to it. I think it, we honestly do think those games are great. It has its problems. Every game has its problems. And Sonic Heroes is that the control can get really slippery, and there's some levels where the difficulty... The charming missions. Oh, the charming missions. The vector mission. Oh, God. The... SBO mission. The, the SBO Find mission. 20 crabs in this level. Find 10 keys. Uh, Find 50 Destroy invisible. 87 robots. Find 50 invisible ghosts that you can barely see on your screen in about three minutes. Go. 
Uh, and then um, the Amy. Well, the Amy missions. I Amy, think, well, the just... point is, I, I don't know. I feel like Amy was useless because Amy was just in easy mode. It was like too easy. Yeah, and then Sonic was just the normal mode, normal and then mode Shadow was the hard mode, and then, was the hard mode. and then and then Team Chaos was the stupid. Why did we even include this mode? It was just like, all right, we need balance. We need a stupid one. We need a normal one. Because the and... game, honestly, I seriously think that was a huge mistake because the game is long enough with Sonic, Team Sonic, and then Team Shadow, and then Team Rose. Eh, you could have not included Team Rose. You have the tutorial. That's weird because you have the tutorial zone already. So I need another tutorial zone. But I mean, or tutorial even difficulty. With the, even with the the teams, like at least Team Chaotix adds to the story. Whereas Amy, it's just another hunt. Actually, that's true. I mean, they have the most story. Even they have, though the, they most have the most story annoying the gameplay. They have the most well, the, the most annoying game. mission-based gameplay. And else. Team Rose is just like another hunt for Sonic, pretty much. But I think the biggest problem with Sonic Heroes was is that you had to play as each team. You couldn't choose. You could choose at first and say, "Oh, I'm done." But if you wanted to get the final boss, you had to play through each team. And I think Sega's made that mistake a few times as well. They did that with well, they did that for Sonic. They did that from the very beginning, especially with Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Adventure 2 says you're either the heroes or you're the villains. Is it? Uh, no, actually, there's a last story. Yeah, play All both. your choices don't even matter. Yeah, play both. Just play both. Yeah, just your mom. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, get the S. And don't forget after that S, you have to do the secret level. And then don't forget to do the S on that secret level that we just gave you. <laughs> um, so that's... <laughs> now we've talked a lot about those era games, so let's move back to the classic series. Which yes. people do consider as some of the greatest video games the, ever made. Although the, the golden era. The golden era. Although, I would say that Generations perfectly encapsulated everything about those games and is... Probably a lot of people said it was the best game since Sonic 2, which I is mean, it's very all high praise. Really speculation because, like, when you really think about it, the only reason that people really liked Classic Era is because there really wasn't anything to compare it to. That's true. Like, okay, so you had Sonic the Hedgehog, you had the Mario Brothers, maybe you had like um, some other NES games like Mega Man, Mega Metroid. Man, maybe you played some Metroid, but it's like, but it's like, okay, so you have platformer, 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 platformer. And then this thing called Sonic just comes around where you're just, where you are platforming at times, and that's kind of like the speedrunning concept of it, but it's just pretty much just running through a level as fast as you can, killing, not, you don't even have to kill anything or get the robots actually, it's just getting to the end of the level, and that's pretty much it. But it was still a new concept, and that's why people were so interested. It's kind of like if you were just mining your whole life, and then all of a sudden you struck oil, anything else you found wouldn't matter at that point. But like now, because of the technology, it's like, okay, so we have Sonic, but then we can also compare it to other games like Mass Effect or the Battlefield series or anything else or like those storytelling games or even the, um, Professor Layton and stuff like that. And there's so many things to choose from that it's like, okay, so Sonic doesn't really stand out that much anymore. Because internet, well, now because of Generations and that gameplay style, which is... The, well, I mean, some people call it the boost to win a gameplay style, which was true in, which I think I'll agree was true in Unleashed, but wasn't as true as in Colors or Generations, because they actually had some 3D platforming elements in both games, which made it work. Yeah. But again, trying to stick back to the classic series. The other thing that was so wonderful about those games was the, the physics in those games. I mean, there's some physics in Mario Brothers, but the physics in Sonic mattered a lot more because it actually mattered that you could roll, you could build up your momentum when you roll into a ball and you go down a hill and you like like lift off a ramp or something. You go all the up in the air and you collect some rings, and the style of classic Sonic was was completely different from what you'd seen before. I mean, the Mario games even they had this kind of 
the kind of very colorful palette, but it was just a little bit simplified. Like, everything was very simplified. And then Sonic, you have these really diverse colors. Um, like, th these really different uses of contrasts. Like, you have you have Labyrinth Zone, which is these yellows with the greenish, with, with the green, and the water looks kind of magical. And then you have Green Hill, which is the epitome of Sonic. Just, when people think of Sonic, they think Green Hill. Like, in the same way that people think Mario, they think of Mushroom Kingdom. And then you have the great levels like Starlight Zone, and then you have even Scrap Rain, even though it's a difficult level. It was appropriately difficult because of where it was in, term, in, in terms of all the other levels. And not even... Well, I'll complain about one of the levels in Sonic in the second segment. Oh, it's your, um, it's your favorite one, isn't it? Oh, it's my favorite one, but I'm not talking about it just yet, because we're trying to praise Sonic. He's the greatest of all. So we're going to move on to Sonic 2, which, strangely enough has a mini story of its own because Sonic 2 was the last classic Sonic game I actually completed to completion as in I actually oh no actually no I haven't done that yet because I haven't gotten the, I haven't gotten the Sonic Chaos Emeralds because it's fucking impossible or at least it's one of the most impossible well, special two? the special stages I've never gotten the Chaos Emeralds I thought I did but I realized that was debug mode so oh yeah debug mode debug mode was fun it was fun and technically it was the first time I actually beat the final boss, legitimately, not with the not with debug mode, not with invisible codes or anything. Like I actually beat it, and it was a huge, it was a watershed moment because I had never beat that boss before, and it felt like it was a culmination. Because I remember one time I found I would game really close, and I was, I was like nine years old or something, and I think this was at the time um, that things in our family. Well, I mean, things in our family have always been great. But I do remember the particular evening that I think things were particularly bad, so I turned on the Genesis. And I tried beating I tried beating Sonic 2 and I came really, really close in it. I had 15 lives and and three continues or five continues. I just was playing to the best possible ability I could, and I just couldn't do it. And then just a couple of years later, like on the on the Wii, I just said, uh, let's try this again for old time's sake, and I did it. And it was a really big day. I felt really I felt really proud of myself. That was that was a good day, as Ice Cube would say. Gary did not get that reference, or, or did he? And he just wants to slap me in the face right now for making it. You have a caterpillar on your shoe. Oh, that was that was a really really big day. I know it sounds seems kind of inconsequential because it's just a video game and it's a, it's a god. It's a twenty year old video game at this point. 1992. Yeah, no, no, it took us 22 years to beat one video game. Yeah, exactly, but... Yeah, that's, that's cool. But I think that was the game, the first game that we actually played together. Yeah, it was. Well, well, fine, well, we didn't figure out that you could actually play two players until, like, we were eight, well, I was able to speak, and, well, otherwise, I'm pretty sure you would just give me, like, a unplugged controller or something like that, but... I wasn't smart enough to do that. Probably, but like along the years, I was an asshole, but I wasn't that much of an asshole. Pessimism that gets cut out. No, <laughs> no, I, I'm talking about myself as a five-year-old. Ah, uh. I still can't call myself an asshole even though I was five. Granted, okay. Anyways, right. um, but along the years, like we, I, we began to find out that all of these classic Sonic games, oh, you're able to do two players. Sonic Three, which is exactly why. Sonic and you can 3, fly too, so you're really yeah. That's why, like, that useful was, in that game. Like, if it might not be our favorite game individually, 
as a team, I'd say there is no better Sonic game. Be and e this is even to the new Sonic the Hedgehog episode four, or whatever. Um, uh, it's that's eh, that's all right, whatever. Um, and Sonic Three was really cool because not only could I fly, but we could really use uh, we really use teamwork. Like you could just fly to other sections, or I could help with bosses, or I could just take fifty thousand hits because Tails never died or lost any of Sonic's rings. If and, you guys need to, and Arlo would just literally the... leave the controller alone when I would just defeat a boss by myself. <laughs> you see Sonic doing his like weird. What, what was that? He's like he flipped his arms up like this. It's like he's going like that way. He's going like there's the store. Must have been a dance move in the nighters or something. I don't know what that's all about. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then I felt really bad because then in Death Egg, I think after you beat the final boss, or, no, no, it's like right before you beat the final boss, Tails just disappears for some reason. Oh yeah. So I have to do it alone, and it's like, oh Tails no, just disappears. And then my secret weapon. <laughs> my secret weapon. <laughs> it's like it's just like in Sonic Two when Tails gets shot down. <laughs> <laughs> Just right before. He's the supposed to be an expert pilot, and he can't uh, avoid a few lasers. It's like like the slowest moving lasers ever. He just gets shot it's like, down. Like, Sonic, oh no, I'm dying! He's oh! like, <laughs> probably like some just, loud crash and a big yeah. fire down there. Oh no, wait, Sonic's no, that's just... where, oh, in Sonic Two, that's where it happened. But Sonic Three, I think he, in Death Egg, you could help me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I but that's what's that. that was those... <laughs> the Arlo syndrome. Oh yes. But that's what was really fun about the classic games, how not only were they fun on their own, the art style was beautiful, the music don't even begin, don't oh, man. don't even start me on the music. They've been in my computer, as soon as I could download music, they've always been on my computer. I love the Sonic music, is, is pretty is much incredible. Um, but like it was also because it was one of the first games where me and Arlo could really enjoy and we were actually working together, until he hit a spring and I was just left behind the screen somewhere. But yeah, it's, but it still made those games really enjoyable to this day. There are easily like Sonic Three and Knuckles, which is like the the game where if well in the old days if you just combined um, Sonic Three with the link because for some reason you could put the cartridges on top of each other, then then you could play both games at once. But then we had Sonic Mega Collection at the time, which was on GameCube, and then you can unlock it after you played Sonic Three and Sonic Knuckles twenty you times. So that's how we play. Kind of that's yeah. we. That's how we. I don't think there's achievements for that game. I think that was just the thing. That was just another. I think you just had to have some a certain playtime. Yeah, so that's how we experienced that game, and it, it really is one of my favorite Sonic games of all time. I even I still like every once in a while just on the computer just you know let's play some Sonic and Three and Knuckles again. But that was the good part of Sonic. In the second segment, we're going to explore the dark side of Sonic. This shit has been going on for 33 minutes. It has been. We should take a break, which is why I mentioned that earlier. We'll be right back. So, Sonic has had a very troubled history, and we know this, the whole community knows it, and the whole community 
unlike with Mario games where he makes a bad game and then everybody forgets about it. It's kind of like in the. It's kind of like in Mario the, teaches typing. Oh boy, Mario teaches typing. Where it's just in the footnotes, people have to constantly highlight the bad Sonic games and then completely dismiss the good ones. And I think that's kind of unfair. Which is why we're going to do that right now ourselves. So we'll fun. be the mature people and admit that yes, Sonic has had some. Oh boy, some severe, severe. My god, what the fuck were they thinking? Kind of situations. <sighs> we'll start with. <laughs> oh my, that's one of my favorite John Tron videos. Is just. Um... <laughs> Welcome to Sonic Team! We make games, I think! And he slaps the. What the fuck, fuck is, is a Sonic? Sonic? Uh, we're going to start with the first huge misstep, Sonic Labyrinth. A game where you play a Sonic and he's as slow as he's ever been in a game. A game where you have more fun than a real Labyrinth. Exactly. Like, a game where you have more fun like looking at rats like in one of those little mazes, like the ones that in the laboratories. Like, that's more fun to watch them running around than, than play this game. I mean, the conceit is simple. You just look for three keys and you get out. But the thing is that you can't move. You can move very, very slowly. You can spin dash to go from place to place, but you have no little to no control over your spin dash, and the directional settings that you have are just so limited that it's just... Why would somebody make a Sonic game out of this? Why would they think this is a good idea? The controls are so slippery, the map is horrible, the maps themselves are complete and utter trash. They're basically just squares back and forth, and since the only way you can move is a spin dash, you would just be bouncing all over the place. I mean, it's like Sonic Spinball, but that game is... It's a pinball game. If you like pinball games, you'll like Sonic's pinball. Well, pinball games don't work 3D. I, that's, I mean, that's the other thing. Sonic has this weird model where he looks like a looks like a chibi Sonic, but it's not cute. It's not like the Sonic... It's not like the mini Sonic from Sonic CD. It's like this engorged, obese Sonic that kind of stomps around. Well, maybe he's not that. Maybe he doesn't look that bad. <laughs> that's pretty harsh. Sonic needs to lose some weight. I mean, well, I mean, they make that joke in Generations as well. It's like, oh, you're so, you have such a, you have such a big belly, Sonic. I'm like, still run pretty fast. Whoop, whoop. He doesn't actually say that. Classic Sonic doesn't talk in Sonic Generations. What? Are you doing the, the when he grabs a bubble? What? What? That's really close. Sonic. A lot of people hate Sonic and the Black Knight. I get it though. It's silly. It's really silly. The Sonic maps with the sword. Are linear. They're very linear. But I swear, I haven't had much that much fun playing a Sonic game. I know when when this mission mode and you have to do very specific missions and there's parts when you have to kind of jump backwards that it gets really annoying. But when you're just playing the levels straight and once you get all the power-ups and well, not the power-ups, but once you get all the upgrades the to your swords and the skills, that game it's one, it's like one it's such a thrill. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's just and it's just kind of silly too, but it's like Sonic with the Sword. Like if you just get past that idea and you just kind of swing away at something and it's just like I think it's a bad idea, but it's like a but it's pretty, I don't know. I It's kind, a fun idea. It's a fun idea and I don't mind it that much. And now now thinking about Sonic and Secret Rings, I do have my problems with that game. I think the controls actually even more limited in that game. Because of how much they had to Who's gonna write the place? Place, place, place. Who's, Who's gonna, gonna write the place? Place, place, place. Who's gonna write the place? Well, the music is also. I mean, I like the music. All, all the music are good, to be honest. I don't actually like that one very much. Because uh, it, it gets repetitive. Yeah. 
I do understand why people hate Sonic and the Sega Rings. Um, one of my favorite YouTube reviewers, uh, some call me Johnny, he's a huge Sonic fan, and he has like a lot of Sonic reviews on this site, on his uh, YouTube channel, which is just like some call me Johnny, I think, youtube.com slash that name. And <laughs> not, not that name, <sighs> you know what I mean. And Sponsored I did. I didn't call me Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did realize that there's one level in particular where this actually became really apparent like the, the, the stiffness of Sonic. Um, in Sonic and the Rings, there's a level where you have to press. I don't remember what the level's called. Like, un, my God, what was this level called? It's like the big, it's the big one with the sky golems, the sky. Oh uh, yeah. The sky gargoyles. I was thinking of that one too. I'm yeah. There's that level where you're in the 2D section, which just doesn't work because there's this, there's um, the Sonic. Um, you hold the two button on the Wii remote. The game was on the Wii, and you jump, but it's like a leap, and then you can home attack. But in this 2D section, the plates are so compressed that you can barely have any time to... You barely have any space to move. And it's only in the 3D sections where Sonic really feels like he's moving a lot. And then... Well, the other problem is that you can't have a game where you build up the skills when the initial speed of Sonic is just so slow that in comparison, you would just want to play as... It doesn't feel like you're building up to it. It feels like, oh, I finally got the ability so I can do this. Why couldn't I just get the cheat code so I can do this immediately? That's I think that's the biggest problem with Sonic and the Secret Rings. They had an interesting idea, and even that idea was applied to Sonic Generations to a much better effect. Yeah. But just starting Sonic off that slow in the beginning with that little bit of control was just a huge mistake. And even, even with those enhanced speeds and stuff like that, that level is still... Oh, I don't remember. He still it becomes uncontrollable to a point. Exactly, and then even in even in Sonic and the Black Knight, you do, you have a little bit more control over that. And then there's some parts where it's kind of unfair. I need to remember like the the section in the Dragon's Cave where there you have, there's these um platforms. Well, I mean it's like you're in the cave, and then the sections are kind of like the platforms are really small and circular, but then you jump on some of them and they start to fall apart or something. And then you still need to, like, you have to be careful where you jump and stuff like that, and that's a little iffy, so, I don't know. But I, I, guilty pleasure, I'll admit that's a guilty pleasure, it's just so much fun swinging with the sword. I'll, I'm, I'll be that guy, I'll be that guy. <laughs> but, um, but Sonic and the Secret Rings was a step in the wrong direction, and thankfully they kind of figured things out by, you know, Sonic Colors when they had their next, when Sonic had his next game on Wii. Did Sonic have bad games on Game Boy Advance? Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, there was, uh, one, I think it was, I think it was first 20th anniversary, wasn't it? No, it was 15th. 15th? Oh, that's even worse. Oh, uh, boy, we're gonna have some fun right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and ladies. Ladies and germs. Ladies and refrigerators. That is louder than I thought they would be. Maybe I won't even pick up, let's just keep going. <laughs> so Sonic's 15th anniversary <laughs> had uh, two games, the first of which... The second of which was uh, Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog, but it was for the Game Boy Advance. It was an attempt for a uh, a tribute to the original classic, but it went so horribly bad. I mean, it came with a few new features, like you could play as other characters. I think there was really? us, like really? you could play as Tails, like on purpose. Really? Yeah. I never heard of this. You could play as Tails on purpose. Huh. And I think there was a level select, so like there really wasn't, you couldn't really do it the classic way. But this yeah. game was so bad because it glitched out. Ow, I hit my finger. It glitched out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm laughing at your misfortune. I don't know why I do that. It glitched out 
uh, Sonic Speed was completely uncontrollable, the controls were slippery as hell, the levels themselves weren't even recreated to the original standards, like one of the most famous levels, Spring Yard Zone, there was a section where the you were supposed to climb up these boxes that kept floating back and forth, in the Game Boy Advance version, if there you had to do it at a certain time, or you would get killed by all the boxes because they were moving too fast. What? Or how sometimes oh the springs wouldn't work and you would literally go inside of it and you would just hear the Oh my god. god. Which was really annoying and I think there was also Ooh. I think there was also some uh, some errors with the bosses, how they wouldn't register the hits. Oh my god. So it was like this attempt for a tribute I've never was actually I've heard of this the, game, I've never seen it played. I, well, I saw it played once, and it looked. Oh my God! What did they do to Sonic? Yeah, it was. What did they do? It was just a really horrible tribute to uh, the classic series, and I really don't know why it was released on such an important date. Just like the other one. The other one, which a lot of people do know about, and which <laughs> me and Gary was we were actually planning to invest two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, we are. We are planning to invest $250 to play this particular game because I think of it as the mecca of Sonic games where we know that Sonic has had some bad times and this game exemplifies, well, this and something else, exemplifies everything that's wrong with Sonic. And we're of course talking about Sonic 06. I Let's have start seen with the good. The music is the music amazing. Is beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. Some of the some of the level themes, I mean, even before I ever played the game, I just kinda listened to the soundtrack, and one of my favorite all-time tracks is um Flamecore uh, the Cavern section. It's just so melodic and, and just very calming and peaceful and relaxing. And who could forget and, the theme song? Uh, well, I don't know. People have the problems with the theme song. It's like Sonic Gleams have always had cheesy music. If it's men and then pulling strings, so it's breaking down doors, they're following. So, so set yourself up because it's time to play when the beats and the rockets are here to save. Can't sing. What the fuck is the lyrics? I don't even remember to this day. In his Can't world, stop now. Rock and roll. Don't stop now. Rock and roll. World. Life's an open, open book in his world. Current laws does not exist. Oh, it's compromise does not exist. I fucked up the song. Oh, shit, we gotta get out of here. We're going to hell. Oh, no. But yes, the music is beautiful. Music is great. Um, I think that, that um, the idea of having the levels change the weather in the E3 demo was a great idea. The, the animations in the E3 demo were pretty, it was, were pretty, it was were pretty, interesting. Were pretty slick. The presentation looked pretty good. Yeah. And um, I think that Sha for some reason Shadow and Silver, the, um, Silver's the new character introduced in this game, and a lot of people love Silver. They they look fine, but then Sonic just looks so weird. Looks so emo. He looks so anime. His legs are so long. Just and I mean this so in the Thin. Worst way possible. His head's like looks... a bobblehead. Grumps <laughs> have this great joke about Sonic's head being so big that he has to drag it along, <laughs> along the grass or something. <laughs> but then again, somebody actually says, let's make a toy out of this. Like, I had the Sonic and the Black Knight toy for a long time, and his head was too fucking big that... I, I don't know what happened to that toy, but I think that I, I think it like fell off our desk because the head was because the head was too fucking big. It fell off our desk and it just kind of broke, I think. And 
the only the reason why we want to invest in this game because the only way we've had a chance to experience Sonic 6 is in this someone actually made a mod for Sonic Generations where you had the exact same physics as Sonic 6 and then somebody well, that was just one level for some reason had the idea to let's do let's just do Sonic 6 again let's just do it again so somebody actually made a mod and the funny thing about the mod was that it was fucking glitchy it was deplorably buggy but it was exactly like Sonic 6 so we could ex kind of experience the gameplay but then then we realized, oh, but we can't play the the shadow sections, and we can't play the silver sections, which I'm not looking forward to. Not looking forward to in the slightest. But that was enough of a taste that we said, all right, as Sonic fans... It is our duty to experience this atrocity, not only for us, for the good of mankind exactly. and the universe, yes. and all the multi-universes, and all the other stuff Bioshock made me uh, believe. That's not company, you mean? Yes. Yes, exactly. For that, for that reason, we must, we must tackle this game. We must ex examine it closely, and and remember, remember Sonic 06. But first, let's talk about the bestiality. <laughs> Do we have to? Yes. Fine. There's some bestiality. Well, no, it's hinted at. It's hinted bestiality. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sonic dies. Bad guy in the game kills Sonic. He dies. <laughs> so Sonic and his friends. Um, well, you have to do this bullshit section, which is the last. Level. All the last world, where basically every single bad thing in the game comes together in one level, and it's like the longest level in Sonic history. It's probably like 15 minutes. Oh my god! You've seen somebody play this level? I've seen, I've seen this a lot as boss yeah. boss fight, but I never wanted to see like the end of the world. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like a 12 minute, 15 minute level. Christ all the mighty. worst parts of the game. Because oh. it has silver sections, it has shadow sections, driving sections, sonic bullshit sections, really? tail sections, rouge sections, E-102 Omega sections, bunch wow. of other bullshit. We're not going to explain who these characters are because you don't need to know who they are. They're just they're just there. Yeah, they're just there. They're just eye candy. They're just there. And so anyway... Shadow sits on my shelf. He came out of the screen. <laughs> So all the characters come, all the characters collect the cast emerald, Sonic comes back to life with a kiss. Because, you know, I mean, you can be creative, or you can just take something that's been there for, I don't know, 50 years? Eh? 70. Sucks, all right. Oh, sucks. I mean, it's, that's been a conceit since, I mean, this thing, I mean, we're thinking Snow White, and we're thinking about that being the first animated Disney movie, but that story has been along for centuries. But it just doesn't help that the relationship between us, I'm not talking about this. I'm not that deep of a Sonic fan. I'm not explaining why the relationship didn't work. I'm just saying that it's really, really fucked up that it happened at all. It's just disturbing. <sighs> yeah, the nice smile, though. Mm, I... Thanks. <laughs> so, Elise, Princess Elise kisses Sonic. And activates the power of the Chaos Emeralds, and he comes back to life. And, and then when supersonic okay. stuff happens. Supersonic stuff, and, and then. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, well, no, the, the, technically they reset. The game resets. And, oh, yeah, the game makes itself not canon. And then it makes itself canon because it's part of the generations. It's part of Sonic Generations. Fuck it. And then, well, the plot. And honestly, look, this, it's a 50-minute review by uh, by some call me Johnny, but it's like one of the funniest deconstructions of Sonic 06. I mean, I, I actually tried looking at Clement's, Clement's review again, but I thought that it was actually really disorganized in comparison. Mm. And it's also really long. It's almost two hours long. And then the, the Johnny review, well, I mean, no, that's, three hours long. That's well-deserved, though. No, I think the Johnny review is way better. 
It explains everything in detail in its 50 minutes. In my opinion, I don't know. Um, he explains everything wrong with the plot, because I'm not going over the fucking plot. It's just so fucking stupid. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. But I will tell you, I'll tell you one thing. We've been talking a lot about Sonic and the problems we've had with Sonic. I'll tell you exactly where all of this started. The beginning of it all. Marble Zone in Sonic 1. Oh, here we go. Mar Marble Zone in Sonic 1. Alright. I tried holding him back. This is the worst level in Sonic history. The worst. Worse than the ball puzzle in, in Dusty Desert that you have to do with Silver. Because at least there, they had some kind of an interesting idea and it didn't quite work. But they tried something new, you know? Here's where every here's where everything is wrong with Sonic. So, Sonic the first Sonic level is kind of challenging, but you kind of get the idea, you get the platforming and all that. Spring Yard Zone. Just think about Spring Yard Zone. Nobody, nobody remembers Marble Zone. They remember Green Hill. They remember Spring Yard. They remember Starlight Zone. They remember Labyrinth Zone. Nobody fucking remembers Marble Zone. It's the most boring possible conceit for a fucking level you can imagine. I it's, did warn you all. This is Roman times. Remember the pyramids? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, that history. Uh, I meant, I meant the... We have this college major guy. Uh, uh, never mind. But anyway, so you have this level with lava pits everywhere. Every, the, the action is slowed down to a, to a grind. You have to platform very carefully around this place, and especially in the second part, where you have these, these um, chain things that drop down... Random. It's like the whole game just slows to a halt, and, when, and I heard that the game group's talking about the best things to Sonic, and then they hate when this momentum slows down, and the the momentum of that game, it has the tails to pretend that, oh, no, you're still moving fast. No, you don't move fast at all on this level, and it's not even a well-designed platforming level anyway. Nobody nobody remembers Marble Zone. Nobody has any nostalgia for Marble Zone. It is the cheapest possible. It's the second level. It's the second level. If you were a five-year-old child trying to play this level, this is where you say, I don't like Sonic. It's too hard. And why would you have that kind of level? Why would you even design a level that atrociously slow, atrociously difficult? For, for I don't know, for the credit, patting yourselves on the back. Oh, look, everybody, we did it. We built the worst Sonic premise level of all time. Like, Marble Zone can kiss... I... Don't like it. I really Marble like Zone it. Me. I have the sensor button. I can just do that. No, because then it's not creative. Fine, whatever. Well, before we leave you, as if we couldn't give you any more bad news, we're going to play a game of the Hedgehog. Gary, can you explain the rules of this game? The rules is you take your name. That's pretty simple. And then you type the hedgehog, you know, it's the thing, you know, you do it with your keyboard, the thing in front of your monitor, you know, that thing. Um, and you figure out if the internet is so uh, horribly wrong that you actually find a picture <laughs> of yourself with your name and the hedgehog after it. And I will go first. All right, go ahead. Gary the Hedgehog. Oh, I give up on life. We have results. Oh, wow. Fourth result is, is two hedgehogs on top of each other. That's getting cut All off. All right. Don't worry. You can't see any of this. We're just kind of telling you. We're going to look up three more names. Arlil the Hedgehog. My playlist for Anthropomorphic Talking Hedgehog showed up. And, oh, dear, my um, old account on DeviantArt.com. That's also there. With all my lovely, lovely comics from middle school. If anyone wants to stock Arlil, that's uh, Sonic uh, Let's look up some other hedgehogs. Um... Let's see. 
Petronila the Hedgehog. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, Roberto the Hedgehog. Robert. Robert. Robert the Hedgehog. <laughs> there he is. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh god. What? That looks like. That looks like. Like Stewie. Stewie. Stewie Griffin mixed with Chucky, mixed with Amy Rose. And a squirrel. Oh, and a squirrel. Oh dear. Oh god. It's so horrible. Alright, we're gonna look up two more names. What? We're gonna look up one more name. We're gonna look up one more name. One more name. One more name. Uh, um. Eh, Alex. Wait, Julian. Julian the Hedgehog. Oh. Alright, well, two more names. Two more names. Julian the Hedgehog. Julian the Hedgehog. Oh, God. That's nah, not too bad. That's not. At well, least it's not. It's just black hair and a red shirt. Like, my God. It's like basically emo Sonic the Hedgehog. And now, we're gonna look up Alex the Hedgehog. Alex. The Hedgehog. Alex the Hedgehog. Oh, he's green. <laughs> he has silver hair. Oh. He's a what? Oh my god. Oh, the internet's so creative. Oh, it's it's anime the hedgehog. Inter it's anime the hedgehog. The internet is so creative nowadays. Oh boy, I this was a mistake. Um, so if you guys want to play the hedgehog and figure out if your name is a hedgehog, your discretion to, is advised. You go to Google. Google. Oh boy. Oh, I'm yes. so sorry to introduce that to all of your lives. I, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know what I was looking for. Oh God. All right. To wash that, perhaps unspeakable image out of your minds, we're going to take you out with Combat Night. Um. Uh, after the sequel version for Parhelion Peak Act 1 composed by Falk and DJ Maxi for a fan game called Sonic after the sequel which is the one of the best of the classics I mean, it's not in a, it's a Sonic fan game but it's one of the best Sonic games I've ever played and I think it's honestly it should be within the pantheon of all other classic Sonic games I think it's that great so if you guys want to check out more episodes of our podcast, in case you have to wait 10 months for the next one it's our URL is random squiggled words.blogspot.com Let's end with this song. Good night, everybody. See you next time. See you next time. Let's talk about the bad side of Sonic, and then there was a silence. You already said it. You're good. But it is. Shit has been going on so long.